Okay, go ahead. We're talking about the census. Sorry. My mom called. You can start. You can start um, your question again, John. Okay, so uh, what do y'all think about the consensus? Uh... I didn't, somebody actually came to the house to do it. So I did it for you guys. They asked me questions about you and you because we all lived together last mm-hmm. year. So I guess that's how they do it. So, yeah. I did mine. I don't want nobody harassing me on social media. Did you do your census? Did you do your census? Yeah, I did the census. Okay? I don't they really know what it's them. for. They just want to account. They want to account for everybody in an area so that we can get resources, right? That's what it's for? I mean, yeah, maybe that's part of it, or that's what they're saying, but I don't know. Listen. I feel like there may be some underlying. That's why I initially thought it was for the resources, mm-hmm. so they can make sure that they're they're uh, meeting everybody's needs. But my mom feel like it's other. Uh, they have like a hidden agenda behind trying to. Um, count. Yeah, they do. I believe it. They always have a uh, hidden agenda. There's always these secrets that pop up years afterwards, what they were doing with this, or how they were sneaky here and stuff. Do not forget, this is America. America has gone to other countries in South America, destroyed the governments just so they can get an upper hand and stuff. They started civil wars in other countries just so they can get resources. So I'm sure the census ain't nothing good. I mean, they could say they want to count the population. I'm sure they're doing something else with it that makes shit. Something to marry. Well, I don't think it matters whether or not we fill it out because I feel like they can get that information if they really wanted to. So if we're like. For healthcare information, all that. Like, what? Our taxes? Look, if they want it, they can get it. Okay. These are the same people before we even had the internet and an elaborate system, like tapping phones and stuff like that. So they were ahead, and I'm pretty sure they listen to us right now, right this minute. 44, 45, 46. to throw them off. All right. So, um, what were we talking about? Oh, the presidential debate. So, do you want to talk about their responses to the question about race relations in America? Yep, you got the tweets? I don't have no tweets, but I mean, I watched it, and when uh, the moderator asked them about, you know, how, like, I don't know what the exact question was, but it had to do with, like, should the American people trust you to handle, you know, racism, right? I'm paraphrasing. And they both just went at each other. They're like, oh, you're this, you're that. They're just going at each other, and, like, nobody answered the question, and it's just, like, just another reminder, like, we have to deal with stuff on our own, especially as black people. Like, it's crazy to see the shift in front of our eyes from Obama to stuck between two old white people, white men. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dang, like the White House lost all its color for real. And then Trump came in and he's advocating for divert, um, for, for war. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to not get along, you know? So... That's really crazy. Yeah, he's, he's, this whole campaign was about dividing us. Talking about the Mexicans. Like, the Mexicans ain't been here. Like, half of the United States ain't Mexico. Mm-hmm. What's crazy about that? You say Mexicans want to vote for him? Yeah, I've spoken to... I've spoken to people of all, even black people, who are Trump supporters. So, um, I don't know. 
But we just have to pray. Maybe when Trump supporters are um, opening their phones because I feel like everybody else is busy. Yeah, no, yeah, that's 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 true. I, I mean, I've spoken to other people, but that's very true. Um, the most most people that I get a chance to speak to are Trump supporters. Um, so maybe because I feel like if you bring that up, I feel like a Trump supporter will stop whatever they're doing and tell you about what they, <laughs> they just want. They just wanted their opinion to be heard, and the thing about it is, it's like they feel like it matters. You know, they just feel like you know. They're in charge. Like we, it's just a thing. What's it called? A confidence or whatever. It's a a white a white thing, you know, where they just feel like, yo, we have a say in what happens here because this is ours. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. I understand they they they, they acting like they're running things here. But if we took the the melanin out of America, mm-hmm. if we took the melanin out of America, they will be right now. They will be probably um. In some huts <laughs> on the official, I don't know, by the beach. <laughs> Listen to me. Survive, try to get ready for what that's where they would be melanin out of America. Trump says to his um, white supremacist groups to stand back and stand by, and they are taking it so literally. Um, somebody post. I had a video that I would let you play the clip, but I don't know how it might sound coming through the laptop. But basically saying that there is going to be a war and depending on who wins the White House. And they were saying that they're ready. They have their guns, all types of stuff. And I'm just like, all Trump does is energize these people, give more breath to these people, life to these people who used to hide in the shadows. And I remember when he first became president, we were like, oh, what do we prefer? Overt racism or covert racism? And now it's like, I don't know if I'm appreciating all this overtness you know what i'm saying like i don't know if this is okay because we knew about stuff that was happening before but these people are gearing up for war like it's scary it is scary but over racism at least you can you can really pinpoint who for and against you i i've never seen i've never thought of america as um you know a place where violence doesn't happen yeah the race to war it sounded scary at first but when i look back at america's history it was it seems like it's about time and i'm not saying i want us to be fighting in these streets or but it's like when you push someone that much when you when, you, when everything they did to us mm-hmm. when you look at it if it was if it was anybody else they would probably fight back. They would, but we've been taught with Martin Luther King to like to take it on like no. When you get slapped on one cheek, turn the other cheek and let them slap you there too. Like that's the type of um, messages we've been getting. Like you know, non-violence, non-this. But mm-hmm. you can't keep down somebody. Expect them not one day to come and knock you back. So if they want to start a race war, we might have to finish it. What are your thoughts they on like? They're trying to intimidate us. To intimidate us. They're trying to scare us. They're trying to push us back. They've been trying to do that for a long time. But I think white people are really scared of us. Oh, they are. I think we're terrified. Because if this race war really start, I know we're not a minority. I know we're the majority. I know that. And we might lose some people in the end, but I, I know we're going to be the last ones standing. I think our biggest issue is resources. Like I said, resources. especially when COVID hit, it was like 
what what did they say was um gone gun stores were out of bullets they're out of guns people are gearing up and these people they grew up on that you know what i'm saying second member right that's theirs you know what i'm saying they hold on to it because if anything goes black people haven't been getting guns from gun stores I know, I know. If we need guns, we're going to get our guns. Like, there's places for us to get our guns. There's people will, I feel other countries will, you know, you give, not give us guns, but they will profit off us needing guns or weapons or stuff like that. And mm-hmm. there are people, Lara Block, who have a lot of weapons. I don't think weapons, um, you know, is going to stop them. If anything, Trump might just drop us bombs. I don't know where he's going to drop us, but he might drop a bomb. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if they want to start war, resource that's another thing that if this war starts, like, we need to take uh, advantage of resources. We don't, have, the only thing white people have above us right now is that they have all the resources. You know, if COVID happened, COVID happened, and all the white people got to stay in their houses, you know, their nice big houses, we, we stuck in the slums, we stuck in the hood with um the fast food restaurants around us, mm-hmm. you know? They have all the all the things that we need to survive. They start a race war. Who's going to be? Which who's going to be really like? We have no, if you have nothing, and they have everything, and they start a war. Those with nothing are the ones that are going to rise up and fight because they want something. No surprise calling. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Jeffrey's interrupting, but um, so I have a question. So, what do you think about? Uh, people now saying stuff like, oh, we're not our ancestors. Like, we will hit you. Like, watch me. Do you feel like that's disrespectful in any way when they say stuff like that? Not our ancestors? Uh, yeah. Um, no, no. Our ancestors, when they were coming over here, they knew that the next generation was going to stick up for them. That was their idea. They were like, we died. We're, we're on suffering now with that next generation. However long it takes, they're going to come up. That's what they had in mind. That's why they went through it. So I don't think it's that disrespectful. I don't think they understand. I don't think the people saying that understand the logic. But I think that that, that principle is the one that's always been passed down. That's what I'm trying to you know, get across. I mean, I mean... It it might I don't know it might it, it might be a little di- maybe like a little bit of, uh, a little bit disrespectful because at the same time you know the circumstances were the circumstances were different you know like you got to think like like being being an enslaved person you feel me like it I can't even imagine what what it would have been like so just to be in a situation like that you feel me you got to think like how scared you are of getting beaten to death you know getting lynched getting whatever you feel yeah. me? but. There, there definitely were, you know, um, I mean, when, when, when people say, you know, we are our ancestors, there are definitely people that did fight back, that did, you know, take power into their own hands, you know, um, what's, um, what, what's, what's that one guy, um, I forgot his name, they made a movie about him, Nate, Nate Turner, not, t- Nat no, Turner. yeah, Nat Turner, is that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, with what he did, you know, he definitely did fight back, so, I mean, you know, it, it, it might be a little disrespectful to people like Matt Turner, but um, I just but, don't think they know the history because there was more than two thousand five hundred slavery folks. They just don't write it in the history books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have risen and risen. white people wrote on um, a slave um hold where they would like slave shelters mm-hmm. where they were practice going down and hiding just in case slaves revolted. So yeah. we we've always been ready. 
Yeah, I mean, they definitely but, try to make it seem like black people were okay with slavery. Like, our ancestors were not okay with this shit. Like, they tried to kill themselves. They tried to run. They definitely fought. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There was always civil unrest because America has never been good to black people. You know, it's not the first time we're having these conversations. You can go back years ago and people are still having these same conversations about the treatment of the black man and woman in America. So... Exactly, and I mean, hey, I definitely do condone slapping a Karen when she get off when she get off this disrespectful in your face. I um, Melting Wax Podcast would like to say that we do not <laughs> agree with any violence in any form towards anybody named Karen. Okay, keep your hands to yourself. We believe in self defense. Unless Karen has bad breath and she's really close in your face. <laughs> no, I'm- I'm just saying, like, yo, like, like, you have the obligation, you have the responsibility to slap. Bro, there really be bitches out here trying to, like, stop you from where you're trying to go. Like, yo, bitch, get out of my way. Like, you do not own this building, you feel me? Like, you do not own this block. Leave me the fuck alone. Get out of my face. I'm not, like, I, like, I will push you. Move, move, bro. Like move out of my way, like no, don't I don't give a fuck who you are. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna know, you wanna know what beats white privilege? What? Black hands. <laughs> Shut the heck up. <laughs> Look, tell okay. Right now, that tell me right now. So, do you guys think that we need to have any more debates? I know they have another one scheduled that's coming up. Do you feel like it's necessary, or we don't need to we hear from y'all again? all gonna have the exact same outcome i don't know who's expecting any different i, I expect something different i expect him to be on the ventilator or something he's going and he's sick <laughs> i expect him to, to zoom calling talking hacking and stuff and saying a whole bunch of nonsense that the, the, the democrats gave him covid saying all types of nonsense that ain't true i don't know like if if the nigga if the nigga he caught COVID you feel me he caught it but for, for some reason I feel like he don't really got it like I feel like he just capping because like he knew that he kind of lost it the, the first debate and I don't know if he got it all right that's fine you feel me that's cool maybe he can stop like like joking about it like did he lose though are we giving people have died are we giving the W to to Biden for for the debate are we really gonna give it to him yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, because, like, yo, like, because, like, Trump was acting just like a, Trump was acting like a complete fucking child, you feel me? Like, he really wouldn't, he wouldn't really try to, like, Biden get a word in, and, like, he talked about this man's dead son, like, are you serious, bro? Like, when they were going back and forth, you feel me, like, Biden was, Biden was the only one during the debate that was actually trying to talk to the American people, looked in the camera, and, you know, said that, hey, American people, we can do this, you know, we can make America, we can give America a better future, all that type of shit, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Biden actually gave me, like, a slight sense of security. Trump was trying to fucking take Biden's head off, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to make him like... Listen to me. I'm not giving Joe Biden a pass. Um, I would be fine with him being mediocre if it was just, okay, Trump is the obstacle. But America... <laughs> right now is not in the best state we need more than just somebody better than trump you know what i'm saying we need somebody to be more strong a lot of questions that were asked he could have been more strong with them when trump did not condemn white supremacy you should have been on his ass about that you know what i'm saying like he could have just did better you know even though nobody had real expectations for him i actually want to say this you feel me like i i heard the debate you feel me and 
the, the whole moment with the Proud Boys moment. If you actually if you actually listen closely, if you if you actually listen closely when Trump was like, okay, what do you want to call them? Give me a I'm name. Gonna pee real was quick, actually but Biden. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it was actually Biden that said Proud Boys first, and then that's when Trump, you know said proud boys stand by i i think i think the the standby and whatever the fuck he said i think that was stupid like he should have just said well if we're being honest he it, uh, if we're being honest you feel me because the, the moderator he did say will you tell white supremacists to stand down and all this other shit and biden gave trump a name he said proud boys trump said okay proud boys stand down and whatever so in a way like he did kind of like he did, he did what the moderator said. If you get what I'm trying to say. No, the hell yeah. he did it, man. He no, he didn't do it because he can't. Huh? He said stand down. He said proud boy stand down. He said stand yeah. down and, and stand by. That's no, you can't enough? be in the middle. Good enough, but he did say that. It, it 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 yeah, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, but he did he did do what the moderator said. You feel me? But, it, but he should have he he should have given a stronger response. You get what I'm saying? He can't do it because he knows that those are his people. Okay, Trump is not doing it because he believes. Oh yeah, yeah I understand. Right I understand. All right. But it's just that you like Trump didn't call them proud boys. I mean, he did, but it was it was it was Biden that called them proud boys first. You feel me? <laughs> None of that matters. Listen, All he did yeah. when he I said what he said. The debate is an L for Trump. Because his yeah. supporters don't care whether or not he winning or losing these debates. Okay, they in the street with their guns showing off. They don't care whether or not he told them to stand down and stuff. You know, they're going to keep standing out there with their guns. So any debate, any time Trump goes out there is a win for him. Bad publicity, good publicity, it's all good. Okay, so I say again, do you think it's necessary to have another debate or do you feel like the people of america have made their minds up already those who are voting are those who aren't aren't and those who are voting for trump are voting for trump and so on and so forth i, I can't t- who in america right now don't know who they voted for at this at this time in america you feel like you there is know. no undecided these debates are just like i think these debates i don't think these debates are going to change how you feel about a president by now you know who you're voting for you should know at this point, we knew who was running. We knew Joe Biden was probably going to get it, even when he was um, still a candidate. He was still a nominee with those um, other Democrats. We we knew he was going to be the one against Trump. And we, everyone, you knew who you were voting for. You know who you're voting for right now. We don't need another debate. I mean, they're going to give it to us because it's tradition or whatever. Or they're going to try to, but we don't need one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is traditional. Have like what three debates and shit. And um, that that nigga, that nigga Trump is just sick, bro. Like, if, if he really, I, right, if he really does have COVID, that nigga is fucking sick. Cause supposedly this nigga was still having rallies, and he could have put way more people in. That nigga is fucking sick, bro. Like, like, can you like, can you imagine like how negligent you have to be to like have COVID? You feel me? And you're the president of the United States of America. Yeah, I can understand because he told he didn't believe it, and then he did believe it, and then he said wear your mask, and then he said don't wear your mask, and I'm not surprised he got it. He don't he didn't have it, and now he got it. It's it's no no surprise. But um, let's get into let's discuss. 
I'll talk about Antebellum. I'm going to spoil it for all of you guys right now. <laughs> Antebellum is part three in the trilogy for, um, what was it? Us, Get Out. Is it is it part three? What? What do you mean part three? Because it's supposed to be a, a trilogy. <laughs> Us and Get Out. Jordan Peele's horror trilogy. Like, he's been doing horror movies, and it's Get Out, and it's Us, and then it's... um. Yeah, but he, uh, I, I know he produced it. I don't know if he wrote or directed it. Um, All right, whatever, who wrote, directed, produced it, whatever, that movie was horrible. <laughs> it was the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. Like, I'm really oh mad. I watched it all the way. And the only reason why I watched it all the way to the end is because I was very confused throughout most of the movie. Like, it just, it's, it's horrible. It's a horrible movie. And so basically, my brother said it's based off a book. I hadn't read the book, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm going to spoil it for y'all. So this is what the idea is. There is yeah. a place in Louisiana where mm-hmm. they reenact Annabellum, right? This is the Confederates, and they own this plantation area, and it's also an area where, like, the troops hang out or whatever. And they okay. have people that they have kidnapped to play slaves. So that's what the movie is, Okay. They think they're really at war. They have on the uniforms. They think they're really these people from back in the day. And then they have black people there who want to leave because obviously nobody want to be a slave. And so the movie jumps right into her being, you know what I'm saying? A slave. And then it jumps to how she got there. So she got kidnapped. And she was originally uh, um, an activist. And so yeah, I hate when movies do that. I, I hate when movies do that when they just like start. They start off at a certain point and then they go back. Like, let me show you how I got in this position. Like, no, just start. Like, just fucking start at the beginning and take us to that point. I hate when movies do that. No, like, I mean, look, ahead. that's fine if you do it good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's artsy and you're like, oh, I like the way they put that together. Like, you know, Pulp Fiction. Like, this was not Pulp Fiction. This was garbage. Exactly. This was really bad, and it ends with her freeing herself. And as she's leaving, you get to see that, oh, shit, it's a park where white people come, and they have the Confederate flag, and they relive out the good old days for white folk. And I'm just like, so why the fuck did I watch this? There, there was, there's, no, there's no supernatural element at all, because when, when I saw like the, um, no. the trailer, I thought there was like some, some supernatural element involved in the movie. So, so either I'm really dumb, but in the book, she goes back in time, but that's not what I saw. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see her go back in time. I seen police. She got, she got the police on the phone and police pulled up to the place where they had the reenactment. And when she was leaving, she realized there was a park. So yeah. Mm -hmm. What I have to say about it. It was horrible. So what I'm seeing here, it was directed by a Gerard Bush and a Christopher a Christopher Renz and written by yeah Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. Oh, so it's not Jordan. It's not Jordan Peele. Nah, I don't see his name oh. anywhere because I could have I could have sworn that I saw that he was a producer, but I'm Look, seeing he was produced by. I don't see his name anywhere. And I'm not saying anybody did a bad job I'm as far as acting. Yeah. The movie's just horrible. Like yeah. nothing, nothing about. I'm sitting here like, what? You know, and then I'm trying to figure out yeah. what even made me want to watch it in the first place. 
Oh, like the, while I'm watching the it, trailer like, just, the, the trailer just looked entertaining. The trailer is the movie. You see how the trailer looks like? Damn, I don't know what's going on. That's that's how you are gonna feel yeah. when you're watching the movie. Oh my Damn, God. I don't know what's going on. It's not underneath his list of movies. Like it's stuff. It's not underneath it, so it's not him. So I can't. So that's good because I I like Get It Out and I like Us. So it's nice to know that it's not part of that. Look, thank fucking God, cause yeah. that that shit was. <laughs> but um, we can go into um. You want to talk about Chrissy Teigen and John Legend? Oh my gosh, let me, I got the article right here. It's such a sad day for those two lovely people. Chrissy Teigen loses baby after pregnancy complications, calling it the darkest of days. This is from CNN. And they, this is, this child was not, this child was born regular, like not born regular, but um, this pregnancy was a natural pregnancy. Chrissy Teigen's two children, they were born through fertilization. So she said she felt a little shaky on this pregnancy because it was um, natural. She never thought she could get pregnant. So it's so sad that they got a miracle like this and it just, they lost it. Yeah, that's really sad. I mean, I don't have nothing nothing to say about that, but it's very, very sad. And, you know, sending out prayers to them. I pray God gives them comfort in a time like this. I can't imagine I can't. I can't even imagine. I don't even. I don't even want to imagine, and that's just horrible. But you know, shout out to them for sharing that with people. A lot of people go through stuff like that. You know, so I didn't even know she was. I didn't even know she was pregnant. Honestly, yeah. I think it makes it even more traumatizing for her because, or for them, because all week all you've been hearing is such and such had their baby, yes. such and such the beautiful baby boy, such and such mm. the beautiful baby girl, and like. Then they have the they're the only ones who come out with this news, and like you said, it was a natural pregnancy. Like you thinking she, like she's gonna come home with her baby, and she doesn't get to come home with a baby, and she gets to see everybody else coming home with a baby. So yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, prayers out to them. You know, they'll get through it. You just gotta love what you have and give God thanks for the things that you do have and. You know, everything happens for a reason, you know? That baby will always be a part of their life. Mm-hmm. They even started naming the child. They called him Jack. Jack. Yeah. All right, do you want to talk about 6 9 and oh, his um being hospitalized because he was taking weight loss pills and caffeine pills? What are your thoughts, people? Why weight loss pills? Because that boy looks small to me. He don't look like he got any weight on him. So why weight loss pills first of all? That's a good question. But I don't know. I haven't really ever looked at his body like that to know. But I guess when he got out of jail, he was like, I gained a lot of weight and he wanted to lose it. And it just goes to show you that even boys struggle with their appearance. But I still want to know why weight loss pills. Why? Why him? That's wild to me. But I mean, I hope he's okay. Like, that would be a, a really bad way to go out. So I'm glad he's straight because you leave jail as a snitch and then you, you know what I'm saying, kick it because you was taking weight loss pills. Like, that would be horrible. So And then since he's famous, isn't there other ways for him to lose weight if he if, if that's his goal? I'm saying he could just eat a salad. I, don't, I never understood people trying to take the easy way out, okay? I've never heard a success story of somebody who took the easy way out when it comes to losing weight. Everybody who's lost weight is like, oh, I've ate this and I worked out. Like, you never hear them say, oh, I took pills. 
<laughs> so I never understood why people would try to take the easy way out when it comes to losing weight. But I encourage everybody to eat a salad every now and then. Okay? There's nothing wrong with a little green in your diet. Why just eat in moderation during this pandemic? What'd you say? Need some vitamin C during this pandemic. And eat in moderation. Eat whatever you want, but just eat it in moderation. Alright, um, mix dish. Rosh, you want to talk about your mix dish story? So, if, if, if you all seen the show Mix Dish, which is a spinoff on, like, um, Blackish, you know, Grownish, Blackish, Mix Dish, mm-hmm. and it's about one of the, the lead um, in um, grown, um, Blackish. Her name is Bo. Tracy Ellis Ross's character, Bo, it's about her childhood, and the creators for that show are getting sued for stealing the concept, apparently. Apparently, um, this woman... Haley Marie Norman, she said that she pitched the show off a long time ago to these people. And everybody who has something to do with Mix Dish, all the producers, um, the actors, they've heard her pitch. They've all were present there. And that the and they did not sign off on it. And now Mix Dish is out, is out here doing great. And she had pitched that concept originally. And she's not getting no credit for it. They should have stopped with Blackish. That's all I'm going to say, bro. Too many spin-offs. That's all I'm going to say. Grownish is good, though. Grownish can stand on its own. It's really a modern-day... Um, what's that show that came off of the Cosby's? Different World. I'm giving it that because I do think it, that's what it is. But um, have y'all ever felt like y'all wanted to watch Mixed Dish? Like, I have a real I watch, question. I watch Mixed Dish. I watch a couple of episodes. I don't watch a lot of Blackish. In mm-hmm. the first place, so mixes. I feel like it's like blackish. I don't watch a lot of it, but when I do see it, and I, I do remember watch it, I'll be entertained by it. It's a nice story. Nah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to watch Grownish, but that's about it. Um, I've seen. I've seen Blackish like here and there. I've seen a couple episodes here and there, but I want. I definitely wanted to watch uh, Grownish. I prefer Black as fuck. Bro, you keep I telling me that it. show's good, but the trailer for it, I was like, I'm not watching this. When I saw the, the trailer, trailer, the trailer put me off as well. But I watched one episode one day, and I was like, this is great. It's great. It takes a different look. No, it's another. It's a type. It's like a blackish, but like um a remix of blackish. It shows you less of a family friendly show and like a dysfunctional family. It's like everything is just like you know, it's like new money black people going ham, and it's it's good for me. It does it for me. All right. I guess, man. I just I just want to see. I just want to see more darker skin representation. That's all I want to see. You feel me? But that's not 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 to say not to say not to say that light skinned people are less black. I just want to see more darker skin representation. You feel me? Which is understandable. Yeah, for sure. We should have they should have a show with just a whole bunch of dark skinned men and call it Guy Friends. I'll watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I've watched that. Look, hey, look, you heard it here first. Melting Wax (laughs) podcast, all right. Dark skinned men, a whole bunch of brothers, all right. Living together, wearing suits. If they doing real shit and they and if they doing real shit, talking real shit, asking me doing nigga things, then I'll watch it. For me. It's for you. This is for me. No, I want to see it. it. Listen, 
All Chingping wants is a character that represents him, okay? So you get somebody that plays video games and watch Netflix, and he'll be set, all right? <laughs> all right, um, let's talk about... You want to talk about Drake and SZA? Oh, my gosh. This man Drake is tripping, bro. <laughs> that he used to date SZA in the new song with 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. And... I just don't believe it. Firstly, what's the name of the song? Did you like the song? Let's talk about the song. Um, Mr. Right now? Is that yeah, the song? Right now. Is it supposed to be like the radio record? Because you know they make the album and they want the one song to just circulate. Like, is that the song that they chose? I don't like it. It could, it could be a radio record. I ain't gonna lie. I don't uh, like it. I don't like nothing about it. Drake. You don't like the song? I, I don't like the song. The situation. I don't like the song at all. And then Drake, oh, I was wow. like. Uh, okay, put Drake on here and he's gonna drop name drop Sizzle to make the song better. Like, I don't like the song, so I really yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like that was a little weird, bro. Like, who cares that you was with Sizzle in 08? You feel me? Like, if you was with Sizzle now, you feel me? That would be that would be nice. That's what's up, but nigga, that was like 12 years ago, bro. Like, who gives a fuck, bro? I saw that she either unfollowed him or wasn't following him at all on Instagram because they posted it, and I thought that was so funny. I was yeah, like, bro. Drake, you sound thirsty. You want some water? You can get some water with this I dry. Mean, this song good. was dry. He was dry. Like, <laughs> I like this song, but that, that was kind of whack, bro. Like, all right, we get it, Drake, but like, you ain't have to name drop. He been with everybody but me. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to talk about uh, Rosh? Are you ready for us to um come for Wendy, big head for forehead Wendy, for Wendy coming, coming at the Queen? Wendy, so, yes. Go ahead. She decided to take a little jab at Nicki Minaj on these wonderful days with her post post pregnancy days. Mm-hmm. Um, she said. That Nicki Minaj was not a legend. I don't know was why. When was she, not she said she's not a legend. She's not a legend. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know why Wendy, with her old ass, okay, feels the need to fix her lips and talk about Nicki's status in the rap game, like. The last time you li- this girl had the na- nerve to say salt and pepper. Wendy, you are old. O L D. You do not get to say whether or not. Nicki Minaj is a legend, okay? Are you kidding me? I wanted to rip her too. I was like, girl, what? Don't be spewing this foolishness to your followers. Yeah, nah, she... I mean, I'll definitely say that she definitely is, you feel me? Nicki definitely was that bitch that was... That that one female rapping bitch that was running the game, you feel me? Like... She is. Uh, I definitely give it to her now, but I mean, me. I just feel like now she's calling. She's kind of falling off because all of the new female right, here, coming out. Look, look. There yeah. is no fall off for Nikki. She has already. She she walked. Okay, she left the footprints. This is their walking in her shadow. Like there is no fall off for her. She she I mean, paved the way. I mean, Drake left the footprint too, but you feel me? He's still out here doing his thing. He's still out here dropping shit. Ain't nobody can nobody really compare to him. I feel, I just Nikki feel like Nikki don't oh fall God. off. Huh? Nikki did not fall off, okay? Oh my God, made like a digital sales record. It was number one on digital world sales records, okay? And then on top of that, 
I hear Nicki Minaj and all these new girls. I hear her lines. I hear her jabs. I hear everything she's been doing for the past 10 years in her songs. She did not fall off because these girls are just copying her. Not copying her, but they they, they have her in them. Okay? They're just challenging. They're challenging. challenging she's the blueprint. She definitely is the blueprint. Like, you're not about... Don't, don't don't make me upset, but we're we're not about to get into no for real. We're not about to get into this conversation because I just I wholeheartedly disagree with that statement altogether. Like, let's not pretend, bro. Let's just not pretend like all these girls didn't get it from Nikki, you know. And she just needs to get her flowers. Don't wait until the um documentary comes out to be like, oh, she's goat status. Don't wait till you I'm know what I'm not, saying. I'm not saying I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve her flowers. Yeah, she she is definitely a legend. You feel me? Her that that trio, her Wayne Drake, they definitely legends. But I just feel like her time is kind of is kind of past. You feel me? Maybe you just don't like her music right now because that, that, that is it. Because yeah. some little Wayne music today, I won't listen to, and I still can't think. I'm little saying. Wayne is so did he fall off? No, no, he did not fall off. He solidified himself. He's little Wayne. Yeah, I do not listen to a lot of Lil Wayne, but I, I see Lil Wayne and Nicki and Drake. So and when I'm listening to them, I always remember where they come from. I never forget. You need to remember where they where these girls come from. Yeah. Because definitely said these bitches are my sons. <laughs> she could use the term that he felt that she fell off. That makes that that definitely describes exactly what you're saying. I don't like fall off though. Like fall off. Like there's a certain period in your career that you have to be at for for that to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? And she's surpassed that. That's why I'm saying she has solidified herself in the rap game so that there is no fall off for Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? That's a household name. There's no fall off. If that's the case, then then all right. Let me not. Let me not say it. She's still charting. Um, charting top. Um, topping charts. Nicki got two number one hits this year mm-hmm. okay so to say that she's falling off i think of when you're falling off i think you haven't produced music in a while nobody your nobody song, even remembers your name your song is not reaching toppings not coming on the top 100 nikki still got like the most entries and she keep on topping the most entries for the top 100 nikki's songs are still going platinum all that stuff mm-hmm. like nikki is still producing music that i listen to all the time i listen to yikes i listen to oh my god when nikki drops a song i go find it and listen to it and the bars are still out here going to find the song listening to it her fan base is still here nikki not you guys fell off of nikki minaj nikki minaj did not fall off okay all you right with the quote not give up why not try to go against roshni with on nikki because i know roshni's very strongly about this i know oh, she's bro. she's in her house right now like like don't let me go off i'm i'm just saying that she just Listen, when it, I'm, I don't know, I just feel like when it comes to all these newer female acts, you're just not holding up, bruh, because these newer female acts, they, they, they are these bitches now, like, Meg the Stallion, she that bitch, like, City Girls, they them bitches, you feel me, bruh, like, yo, but man, it's pussy it's not talk, a, you feel me, that, here's that my shit, thing. hard ass shit, you feel me? Here's my thing, I don't have a problem with the comparison, okay, everybody gets compared in the rap game, whatever. But it's just like, mm-hmm. compare her with people in her class. Like, I don't think they belong to the same category just because they're women. And that's the problem. Y'all bulk all the women together and they're not all the same. Because Nikki is up there with, like, Drake. And now you're trying to, it's like trying to compare Drake 
Well, maybe a young boy. <laughs> no, don't say young boy. Give him somebody realistic. Realistic? Um, yeah. But different eras? Huh? You're just comparing people who don't, they're not, they can't even be on her caliber. They don't have the body of work to speak for like yeah, Nikki does. You know what I'm saying? Like these people are new, fairly new. They haven't even scratched the surface yet. We want to see them. They barely got new albums out. Yeah, you, you know, know they got like one or two albums out. Nikki got like four. Nikki got a hundred songs. She has, she has, she has survived eras of the rap game. Remember when rap was pop for a little bit? Nikki was in there. You know what I'm saying? So you have to survive mm-hmm. rap cycles, and they haven't even gotten to that level yet. You know. They haven't even come through a cycle. They're still on the trend that just popped up right now. Yeah. They haven't they haven't seen a new trend pop up and adjusted to it. They're still at this trend. They're still newbies. They're still rookies. You know? Nikki's not a rookie. She's a veteran. Her her words, every lyric is gonna hit him. Hey, she's a vet. That's all. All right, let's talk about and the um are not even on par with Nicki Minaj, what Nikki be saying. Y'all be y'all be giving flowers to everyone but Nikki. It's okay. They're gonna wait until the they're gonna wait until the documentary comes out. They're gonna wait until the documentary comes out and they're gonna be like, oh, 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 you know what I'm saying? And then they're gonna give her flowers then. But let's um let's go ahead and make our guesses for the nominations for the 2020 BT Hip Hop Awards. Charles. All right. For the category Best Hip Hop Video, they have the baby Bop. The Baby Future and Roddy Rich Rockstar. Drake Tussie Slide. That's definitely not winning nothing. Future. <laughs> Future Future and Drake Life is Good. Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture, and Roddy Rich The Box. So which one do you think will win best hip hop video? I'm gonna give I that want one. Life is good to win. But yeah. I think the box will win because it was so popular. You think the box will win? Yeah, I'm all for life is good. Video though, I'm asking for video. Huh? But I think the box might win. But the, the, you're right, the video, but like still because it's also based on what you listen to. Mm-hmm. So people are going to pick, even though it's the video, people are going li- to pick what they listen to, even if they didn't watch the video as much. Because Life is Good is like the great video. Mm-hmm. But the box was on it, on charts for a long time. It definitely like was. The whole early 2020 was just the box. <laughs> like, come on. But I want I want Drake to win. The life is good. I like that video. That was a really good video for me. Yeah, it was a good song for me. Rockstar is on here too. That video was good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, best collaboration: The Baby, Future, and Roddy Rich, Rockstar. Future, Future, and Drake. Life is good. Jack Harlow, Future, and Tori. I'm not even gonna read it. Meg The Stallion, <laughs> Future, and Beyonce, Savage. Meg The Stallion, mm-hmm. Future, and Nicki Minaj, and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer. Mustard Future and Roddy Rich Ballin. I'm gonna get that one to Ballin. And maybe it's because I'm in Tallahassee, but that song was definitely hitting when it dropped. Listen, trap here is different from everywhere else because I went back home to Boward and I was playing like the music, like Ballin and stuff, and they were like, What, what are you playing? You know, <laughs> but down south, that's not the music they listen to. They listen to a whole variety, a little Spanish here, a little R&B. They listen to a lot. So, like, it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, it's not Tallahassee. It's not trap land. So, I do like balling. But um, I'm, I'm going to go give it to, um, I'm going to give it to Life is Good again. Life is I Good? I feel like there's more volumes for that. 
What about Savage? Savage remix. You know, the Beyonce? It's a Beyonce um, collab. It is a Beyonce collab. I don't know. I'm still not going to pick it, though, because, I mean, it might win. Because remember, it's the young kids, and they like this song. They made a dance. <laughs> What's your guess for best collaboration? What are the choices? What are the choices again? Uh, the Baby Future and Roddy Rich Rockstar. Future Future and Drake Life is Good. Meg The Stallion Future and Beyonce Savage Remix. Meg The Stallion Future and Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign Hot Girl Summer. And Mustard Future and Roddy Rich Ballin. Uh, damn. I don't know. All those songs, they had their runs, but, um, I think the song that went hardest the most was probably Ballin', I think. I don't know. I'm well, saying the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think Ballin had um when Ballin first came out, that shit was that shit was going hard. I niggas was lie. niggas was playing that, right? It was on rotation. Yeah. It was yeah. addicting. Huh? I'm telling you, it was addicting. But I'm telling you, when I came back home, people were listening to some music that was my playlist was not their playlist. Okay. All right. Let me give you the next one. Yeah. Best duo or group: Chris Brown and Young Thug, City Girls, Earth Gang. Jack Boys, Migos, or Run the Jewels? Uh, as group, I mean, you say I see saying Migos, but um, I mean, I was gonna say Migos too. I was gonna say, but I mean, I, well, the only song that I've heard Migos drop. Is I need it with Youngboy. That's the only song that I've heard them drop recently. I was thinking too, who dropped music recently? Jack Boys dropped recently? the album, huh? Oh, uh, uh, talking about recently because uh, did the City Girls drop a song recently? Did they drop anything? Huh? I don't think the City Girls dropped anything recently. They nah, they dropped they dropped they, they dropped the song recently. I think uh, they're on the remix for Say Some. Damn, they they put the City Girls on that shit. Huh? Oh yeah, they got that too. Yeah, that was popping on TikTok. Let's so, just give it to City Girls yeah. because they're from Miami. Let's just give it to them. <laughs> yeah. Alright, they got lyricist of the year. Big Sean. The baby. No. <laughs> Drake. J. Cole. Don't know why he's on this list. Megan the Stallion. Rhapsody. Um What? First of all, J. Cole, relax. He didn't drop right, nothing. Come. What you mean, bro? He dropped like he dropped like three songs this year, bro. What you talking bro, about? Bro, you talking about them two? He, it was two songs that he dropped, and then he went ghost First of again. All, why, why, why the fuck they gonna put Rhapsody when she didn't even drop the song? She dropped the sound bites, so she she shouldn't even be on that. Maybe band. it's no, still for her last I'm album. Tripping. She dropped That's the album. Rhapsody. Yeah, she dropped the album. My fault. I'm tripping. I got Rhapsody confused with goddamn No Name. My fault. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, nah. She dropped the album. I ain't no shit album. Uh, Meg I, don't, the, I don't even really listen to um, Rhapsody to be real. Do you think Meg The Stallion is a lyricist? They put her on this list. What do you think? Yeah. Not really. Not uh, all of, I'm not gonna lie. Some of doobie doobie um reminding me of Nicki. So. I do like it from that standpoint, but if I had to choose the best lyric, um, lyricist from that list, I think I would choose Drake. But I'm confused. I'm confused when they say lyricist because I confuse lyricist with just rapper. Not rapper, but like I guess more conscious rapping. 
more. Yeah. I don't know. I got. I have a different list of people who I would think are lyricists, and I wouldn't put Drake on that list. I wouldn't put Meg The Stallion on that list. J Cole will obviously be on there. Rhapsody would be on there. The baby. Mm-hmm. Would he be on there? I don't know. Would Big Sean be on there? I don't know. Huh? No, I don't know about that. They be spitting, but, but, but what is that called? That's called being a lyricist when they spit like that? I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm confusing. No. When they be saying some witty ass shit, it was about punchlines yeah. and all that other shit. Okay, like, so the baby can be on there then. Yeah, the baby could be on there. Yeah, he definitely got He got a some. cool rap style. He could he could tackle yeah. any beat. Okay, that's what you mean? All right. The, all right, well... But well, Big Sean, he be saying, he be saying, so you feel me? He be saying, yeah, he has his punchlines here and there, but they be corny. Like I say, like a good like sixty percent of the time, they be fucking corny. And I'd be like, why did you say that, bro? Like, sh- please shut up. If we're gonna do it based off albums, and I didn't listen to Rhapsody's album, um, that's why I have to omit her. But I'm gonna say Big Sean. No, I'm gonna say the baby because the baby's what album did he drop? Um, before Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. I haven't listened. I listened to the new. I haven't listened to some songs, but it was so good that I just have to give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him for this for that album. The baby. I'm not gonna lie. Kirk was good. I like it. It's straight hits. All right. Um. The next one is hip hop artist of the year. Ready? You got yeah. the baby, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Meg The Stallion, or Roddy Rich. I'm giving it to Lil Baby. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Lil Baby too. I don't know. Everybody been saying like Lil Baby been slapping, snapping, but he's he, he, like, I don't know, bro. Like, he just sound the same to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna say he don't be snapping, mm-hmm. but like when I hear his raps, like it just it sounds good. But I'm like, I don't be hearing what everybody be hearing. I don't know, like I don't know, because I'm, I'm hearing everybody say the same shit. I'm hearing everybody say, yeah. yo, this nigga is. Hot as fuck, yo! This verse was so fucking hot. This nigga snap, but when I hear it, don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's it, it's good, but it just I don't know. Like I, I it, it it's not it's not like mind blowingly amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel that way. I I feel like it's I feel like it's on that level. I think like I do think he's a gem for real. Uh, I think he got I that little baby. I think y'all do. Um, I haven't listened to a lot of Meg these days. Um, so I'm going to give it to Meg. You don't give it to yeah, Meg the Stallion? entertained. I mean, because the, the bots, the, the bots was, I, I didn't, I, I haven't listened, I haven't listened to my turn. Um, I listened to the box. I See, heard that's why you don't know. You haven't listened to my turn. You listen to it. For real, listen to it. Uh, I'll give it a listen, bro. I, I'm going to give it a listen, you feel me? And if it's, if, if, if that shit is fucking flames, if that shit is fire, yeah, I'm gonna come back on this shit and say I I, I take back what the fuck I said. I recant my <laughs> statement, bro. All right, all right. So that's your guesses, okay? Let's go to song of the year. Bop, mm. that's the baby song. Life is good, future featuring Drake. Rockstar, um, the baby featuring Roddy Rich. Savage remix, Meg The Stallion and Beyonce. The box, Roddy Rich. Or Tussie Slide Drake. Say the box. You gonna give it to the box? Between the, yeah. Between the box and Savage for me. Cause the beginning of the year it was the box and the end of the year it was Savage. So The Box when it, it came out, it hit hard as fuck. 
Like, the hardest part. I don't give it to the bugs, bro. Yeah, yeah. You saw, you saw all the memes, all the um, all the videos of niggas um wiping on their mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> you saw all that shit. Everywhere. No, that shit hit. It definitely hit when it mm-hmm. when it dropped. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, know that's had a good impact too. Yeah, well, I know the Savage didn't have a good impact. I see. I, I'm on TikTok, so I seen it. It was like mm-hmm. the TikTok about something random, and then the next TikTok was Savage. Then the TikTok about something random, and the next TikTok was Savage. Look, I know the dance. I'm gonna tell you, Savage definitely was there. But I think that if it didn't have that element to it, it wouldn't have hit. It's just like go crazy, like go crazy. If it didn't have the dance to go with it, it's like eh, nah, nah, you know. So I'm gonna give it to the box. All right, we got hip hop album of the year. The baby, blame it on baby. Mm. The baby, Kirk. Future, high off life. Little baby, my turn. Meg the stallion, sugar, sugar, sorry. Roddy Rich, please excuse me for being antisocial. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's tough because I, I I haven't heard all of them. So I mean, I like high off life. But please excuse me for being antisocial as a fucking slider. Um, and then what, what was, there was another, my turn. I heard my turn was crazy. So I don't know. Those are the three. For me, it's high off life. Please excuse me for being antisocial. And uh, my turn. I, I like high off life a lot. I like, I like high off life. But like, I don't know. For me, for me, there, there, there are definite skips on that album. For me, I only, I say I like maybe like 10 songs, 10. How many songs? There might be twenty songs that are on that album. I think I might like ten max. I don't know. I have to check. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just, right, just allow me a brief moment. Let me check right quick. Uh, my guess is going to be Kirk the Baby. That's going to be the album for me personally. I don't know if it'll win. It might go to my turn, but I'm going to give it to Kirk because I thought it was a better album. It's shorter. It's you know sliders. It's just a different element to it that gives it that ump for me. What's your choice, Rosh? I feel like the baby and Megan the Stallion, I feel like they came out around the same time. And they, those two have something together that shit. And when those two come, like, I like their vibe. I like their songs. I can listen to the baby and I can put Megan um, the Stallion in a playlist with the baby and, I'll, and just those two and that'd be a great playlist. So Sugar comes up right behind Kirk. Mm-hmm. Because I I love the baby and I love the Meg Stallion. I love them separately. They're raising. By the way, guys, if Rosh sounds mumbled, it's because she's not with me. She's at her home and I'm doing her on Zoom as well. So, okay. So, I don't know. I I, I went went over the track list of High on Life and there are a lot more songs. Uh, 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 There are a lot more songs that I liked on that album. Um, Was... I don't know. Blame it on baby. I didn't. I, I didn't listen to it, right? But I saw on the timeline. Let me see if there was a song that I heard. Look, hurry um, up because we only have an hour and we have one more category. All right, so I only heard Rockstar. I'm. A, I'm gonna right, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it to. Please excuse me for being antisocial. That that's my pick because when I was on the timeline, I think there. Was, I, I saw some. I saw some excerpts and clips of the baby saying like, oh. I'm so, I'm gonna be like Lil Wayne on this album, and there were people ripping this nigga. There was people ripping this nigga like, yo, this album is fucking trash. How dare you compare himself to Lil Wayne? So what album? Blame it on baby. Blame, yeah, was was oh, that okay. the album where he said that he coming like Wayne on it or some shit like that? I have no clue. I haven't listened to the album yet. I listen yeah, to some I, songs. 
I, th- I think that might have been the album. It was either that or Kirk. I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm going to just... My pick is please excuse me for being antisocial because that shit is... That album is a fucking slider. All right, so best new hip-hop artists, Flo, Millie, Jack Harlow, Mulatto, Enelie Choppa, Pop Smoke, or Rod Wave. We got to give it to Rod Wave because we're from Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, raw wave, but R.I.P. Pop Smoke, bro. Like that, that's that's hard to hear right there. You feel me? Because it might go to Pop damn. Smoke because yeah, his album was good too. But we have to shout out to Raw Wave though. We gotta shout out to him. He makes some really yeah. good music. All right. And I love, I love, um, I love that fucking album. For what was what was the name of that goddamn album? I fucking love Pray for Love, bro. See that deluxe version, yo. That. It's good, oh man. My. It's some good singing yeah. house music. Fire and desire, fucking um, letter from Houston. Oh my God, that's there are more songs. If I don't want to get it, Rowley, man, that's my pick. All right, guys. Um, this was another episode of Melting Rats Podcast. We have more stuff, but we ain't gonna get no time because we we running out. So, uh, follow us at Melting underscore Wax Podcast on Instagram. You want to get on your at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Chance Summer seventy nine. That shit gonna get changed real soon. I'm gonna change this shit soon, but for now, it's at Chance Summer seventy nine, y'all. Follow me there. All right. This was Melting West Don't podcast. What'd you say? Don't follow me. My my page is private. <laughs> All right, you guys. Bye.